Hello and welcome to Feminine Fire, a podcast where spirituality meets soulful business strategy. I'm your host, spiritual life and business coach, Beck Cazillo, here to help you ignite your inner fire and step into the highest vision for your life and business. Join me as we explore what it takes to get out of your own way, uplevel your worth, master your mindset, and build the spiritual business of your dreams. If you're a spiritual woman ready to create a life and business that truly sets your soul on fire, you're in the right place. Let's dive in. This is Feminine Fire. Hello, hello, and welcome to a very special episode of Feminine Fire with Beck Cazillo. I feel like I say that all the time because so many episodes of this podcast are special, but this week I am celebrating six years in business, six whole freaking years. Who knows where that time has gone? Seriously, on the one hand, it has flown by. And then on the other hand, a lot has happened in that time. I remind myself, I have a two and a half year old. When did that happen? Now, today I want to share with you some reflections on my biggest learnings, failures, and wins of the last six years in business, because I have learned a lot. There's definitely been some quote unquote failures and very gratefully lots of wins. And I always love these reflection episodes, listening in to you know, the behind the scenes workings of what's going on behind a business, the journey, what it looks like, all the nitty gritty details. And that is what we are diving into today. So let's kick off first with my biggest business learnings. Now, I won't lie, this was very, very hard to distill down. There are so, so many things I've learned in the last six years not just about what it takes to build and grow a business, but also about myself. I am a big believer that starting and building your own business is one of the biggest personal development journeys you will ever, ever go on. And outside of becoming a mum, there is literally nothing I have ever done that has pushed me more outside of my comfort zone than the things I've done to build my business over the last six years. It has literally brought up every limiting belief I have ever had and shone a big fat light on them. So distilling the learnings down to just a few worth mentioning here was no easy feat, but I have done it. I have three, just three learnings to share with you. Number one, follow your intuition. And it sounds cliche, I know. And for you, a spiritual business owner who is likely very, very intuitive, it's almost a no brainer. But if I have learned anything about intuitives after working with them for six years and growing up with a psychic medium for a mum, I know that being intuitive does not always mean you listen to your intuition. It's for the exact reason, really, that you're intuitive that you believe you'll be able to find a way around it. It's like, I intuitively know that thing. And because I know it, I'm going to try and change it. No, just listen to your goddamn intuition. (laughs) Now, the reason this is the first learning I want to share with you is because 
My entire business journey has been shaped by this learning. If you're familiar with my business story, you'll know that the business I started six years ago looks very, very different now. When I first started my business, I was working as a Reiki healer and making the most delicious Reiki-infused healing candles inspired by my love for and connection to all things goddess. Goddess spirituality is my jam. So when I first made a goddess candle, I felt called to create a goddess workshop alongside it. And I partnered with my mum, Susie Cherub, to bring it to life. And from there, everything else unfolded. I trained as an NLP practitioner and coach. I created more goddess candles and hosted more goddess workshops with my mum. And what's so beautiful and transformative about work like we were doing in our workshops, goddess work, is that the women were coming through and they were wanting more. And so having trained as an NLP coach, I started offering spiritual life coaching and then spiritual business coaching because some of the women who were coming through my workshops, who were coming through my coaching program, they were following their own path after their healing journey into heart-led entrepreneurship and they wanted my support to get them there. And so that's how I ended up here, coaching incredible spiritual women to share their magic with the world through building and growing their businesses. And if I hadn't followed my intuition, who knows where I'd be? It would have been so, so easy each step of the way to talk myself out of the next step. Did it make a whole lot of sense to create a goddess workshop alongside a candle? Not really, no. And did I get funny looks when I told people that I was a candle maker and a spiritual life and business coach? 100% I did. And did it feel scary and stretchy to move into business coaching when I did? Yes, of course. But our intuition often doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And following our intuition can often push us outside our comfort zone. But following those breadcrumbs allowing your story and your journey to unfold in beautiful and unexpected ways. It is such a gift. And this is what building an aligned, sustainable, intuitive, spiritual business looks like following your intuition, even when it doesn't make a whole lot of sense, especially when it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. So that is my first learning for you all. Follow your intuition. My second learning is don't do it alone. And I know I talk about this one all the time. So long time listeners, sorry, not sorry. This is such a big part of my business journey. So I can't not include it because the fact is I tried to go it alone for far too long. If there is one thing I could do differently in my business, it would be to invest in support earlier than I did. I had a few one-off business coaching sessions in my first three and a half years in business, but the first big investment I made in support three and a half years in, almost four, was the catalyst for so much growth. My little business that had been cruising along for three and a half years 
finally up-leveled when I invested in a coach and mastermind experience. And it wasn't just about having the support of a coach, but being in a mastermind meant that I was surrounded by other incredible women who were at a similar stage in business to me. Having peers and biz besties who just get it is so powerful. Some of my best friends, supporters, cheerleaders, I met through that mastermind three years ago. It's one of the reasons why the Spiritual Business Mistress Mind is designed in the way that it is, combining one-to-one coaching and group coaching, because I know the power of having both. Having support on all sides is absolutely game-changing. You don't have to do it alone. All right. Now, my third and final learning to share with you today before we move on to failures and wins is to not take business too seriously. This is a big one because it can be so easy to take business too seriously, especially when it means so much to you. When you care about the work that you do, when your work is so intrinsically tied to your sole purpose and your mission here on earth, it feels really big. It feels serious. It feels important. And it is important. But I know what it's like to feel the pressure of that. Like, if this doesn't work, then I'm not fulfilling my purpose. If this doesn't work, like, fuck, I'm a failure. And I am, as I said, going to share about my biggest failures in a moment. But really, failures, schmailures. If there's anything I've learned over the last six years, it's that when you take things too seriously, you become your own worst enemy. Everything becomes personal. You make everything mean something about you and you hold on way too tightly. I am a big fan of holding things lightly, holding your purpose lightly, holding your business lightly, holding your launch lightly. It's something I remind myself of all the time. When we take things too seriously, when we hold on too tight, when we make everything personally mean something about us, we strangle the energy of that thing. We strangle the energy of our business. We don't let the energy that needs to flow through us flow through us. And it holds us back from building the businesses that we want to build. I mean, I didn't start my own business to be serious. I started my own business to be my own boss, to share my magic in the biggest way possible, to create a life for myself and my family that I love. And the life that I love includes fun. You don't have to take your business too seriously. Hold it lightly. Have some fun. That is my third learning for you. And now, because it's my podcast and I can do what I want, even though I said I distilled it down to three learnings, I'm also going to share some quick fire learnings that I won't expand on here, but that I do feel are worth mentioning. And I'm just going to number them off quick fire. Number one, be intentional in everything you do. Number two, you're the CEO. Sometimes you've got to put your big girl pants on and have the difficult conversation and do the hard thing. Number three, you can do hard things. Number four, you can do hard things, but business still gets to feel easeful. Number five, stop procrastinating and make a decision. Number six, your authenticity is the most magnetic thing about you. Number seven, 
being authentic doesn't mean you have to share everything online. And number eight, just because you can do it doesn't mean you should. Now, I'm sure there's more, but I'm going to leave it there for now. Hit me up on Instagram DMs at beck.cazillo and tell me which one of those most resonated for you. I would so, so love to know. All right, let's chat about my biggest failures now. This is going to be fun. This is what I know you have all been waiting for. The first thing I want to say straight off the bat here is that I very, very gratefully don't really feel like I've had any huge, massive failures in my six years in business. Of course, there are things I would do differently. Of course, there have been times when things have felt hard, when I've taken my business too seriously. I've made things a lot harder for myself, a lot less enjoyable. I've taken things personally when I shouldn't have, et cetera, et cetera, all of the above. But like, Big failures where things have totally gone pear-shaped or a launch has completely flopped. So far, I have come through fairly unscathed. Touch wood. Now, what I can share with you is that while I haven't had a launch completely flop, say, I have had launches that have felt really, really freaking hard where I had no signups for the first 10 days and felt like pulling the pin more than once. But the one story that I really want to share with you here is about the time I created and launched an offer on one day and I took it down the very next. And for me, this was a huge lesson in following your intuition. So this was right after I had Noah about two and a half years ago now. And if you were in my Facebook group back then, you might remember this because I launched this offer only to my Facebook group. From memory, it was a three card intuitive reading delivered via email. So it wasn't a very big, expensive offering, but I still had put the work in, you know, I'd created some content. I'd taken some beautiful photos. I popped it up on the website and then I shared it in my Facebook group. And as soon as I hit publish on that post, I remember feeling contraction in my body. It was like this visceral feeling of, oh shit, what have I done? This is not aligned at all. I did have a few people purchase readings that day and I did deliver on those readings. It wasn't about not being able to deliver on those readings. I knew I could. I knew I could show up for that offering and share that really beautifully and powerfully with people. But I knew I had to take it down. I knew that it wasn't aligned. I knew that it wasn't where I wanted to take my business. So the next day I jumped into the group and I went live to explain it. And of course, used it as a teachable moment because your intuition is never wrong. That visceral feeling I had of like, oh my God, what have I done? That was my intuition screaming at me. And honoring your authenticity is so much more important than sticking with something 
just because you put it out there. I went through the whole shebang, like, oh my God, what are people going to think of me? I've just put this offering out there and now I'm taking it down, etc., etc. But here's the thing. You're allowed to change your mind. That was not the path for me. And I think I had to put it out into the world to realize that. Like I had to publish that post. I had to launch the thing for me to have that reaction and have that realization. Was it a true failure? I mean, maybe. I literally launched an offer and then like five minutes later took it down. But also in the grand scheme of things, not really. I learned a lot in that moment about myself and my business. I got to show up authentically with my community and share that with my people. And I mean, it makes a damn good story, doesn't it? Okay, it is now time for the grand finale. Let's finish with my biggest wins from six years in business. Now, I could rattle off the numbers and talk about five-figure launches and hitting six figures, which are, of course, huge wins and celebrations for me, like so huge. And it still blows my mind that that is my reality. But honestly, my biggest wins are just so much more than the numbers. One of my biggest wins is that I have built a business that supports me in life. That is the biggest goal I could ever achieve. After Noah was born, my business actually grew and I was working way less. And since then, my business has shifted and changed depending on what I've got going on. So for the first 18 months of Noah's life, I had one day a week in my business because my beautiful, incredible parents looked after Noah on that day. And then when he was 18 months, we put him in daycare. I suddenly had three days a week. And then when we have another baby, it'll shift and change again. And then when they're in school, it'll look different and so on. That is a huge win for me that I have built a business that continues to grow and thrive and support me in whatever season of life I'm in. What a huge freaking win. Now, I also can't talk about wins without talking about the absolute joy and magic of working with my incredible clients. Like the fact that I get to walk alongside such incredible humans doing such incredible work in this world is the actual dream. I remember last year in the closing ceremony for the Mistress Mind, a few of the women sat there and celebrated, not giving up when business felt hard. And they shared that one of the things they were most grateful for was having my support to get them through those hard times. One of them even said something like, If I didn't have you back, I don't think I could have kept going. I think I would have quit my business. And for me, that was the moment that it really hit home. And I get emotional when I think about it because I don't really give myself the opportunity to sit with the impact of my work, to sit with the ripple effect of my work. And I don't think a lot of us do give ourselves that time, that opportunity Because my beautiful client had trusted and invested in me, she didn't give up on her light work. She kept going. 
And the best part is that she came through those hard times and she landed in a place that felt so much more aligned for her and she was attracting incredible clients because of it and doing work that just felt so good and so impactful. It just is magic. I can't explain it. And the moral to this story is that there are so many multiple wins here. Not only do I get to work with incredible women doing incredible things each and every day, women who I love, adore, you know, women who have become friends, but I also get to see and feel the impact of that work. That is incredibly satisfying. And being someone who came from the community sector in my past life, where you don't often get to see the impact of your work, even though you know it's happening, it's just slow moving. That is a huge, huge win for me personally. And I hope to a reminder for you to take a moment and really sit with the impact that you are having. Please take a moment right now and really feel that. You're a big hearted spiritual business owner with so much magic and medicine to share. You are literally out there changing lives. I know that. Take a moment to feel that and let it sink in because I know if you're anything like me, you don't do that nearly enough. What a huge win to have such an impact. And finally, can we just celebrate that I have been in business for six whole years I mean, that is a pretty big win in and of itself, right? I am by no means an overnight success story. My journey has been one of consistent, sustainable growth, and I actually really, really love that. I am so proud of this business that I've built, and I am so excited for what the next six years and beyond holds for me and this business. So that is it from me today. My biggest learnings, failures, and wins from six years in business. I want to take this opportunity to say a massive thank you to you. If you are here listening to this podcast, I am so deeply grateful for you. This podcast exists, my business exists because of you, my community. There would be no business without you. It is not lost on me that your support is what has gotten me to this point. And I am so emotional right now. I thank you deeply. I love you. I honor you. I bow to you. And now before I sign off, I do want to remind you that early bird enrollment for the April 2022 round of the Spiritual Business Mistress Mind closes this week. I feel like that is the most awkward transition I've ever had, but I can't sign off without letting you know. The Mistress Mind, if you're not already aware, is the best way to be coached by me. It's an intimate four-month mastermind coaching experience for women who are ready to build the business of your dreams while staying grounded in your values, your spirituality, and your soul purpose. It combines one-to-one coaching with a group mastermind and sisterhood experience. And I would so, so love to support you in this way if you are feeling called head on over to beckazillo.com forward slash spiritual dash business dash mistress mind to find out more, sign up or to book a call with me. Come and have a chat. Let's connect. And that is it for today's 
very special episode of Feminine Fire. Don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to leave me a five-star written review if you love this episode. Thank you as always for listening in. I hope you have an absolutely magical week and I will see you next time on the Feminine Fire podcast. <laughs>